2: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
3: the following program is brought to you by your friends at podcast one don't forget to download our new podcast one app Hey everyone, True Car has been a proud supporter of Podcast One for years, so we want to partner with them to hear all about your True Car experience, and you may even get an Amazon gift card to kick off your summer. So we want to hear all about your True Car shopping experience. Send us an email to podcastone.com and tell us all about your shopping experience with True Car. The first 200 people to email will receive a $20 Amazon gift card, so you have to send in your email soon. Again, it's podcastone.com We can't wait to hear from you.
0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the SmackDown Live recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Rocha. Clearly, I am getting ready for July 4th weekend with my uh, Hawaiian shirt on here. A little more classy than you would see. This is a classier Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. That's right, in celebration also of Eric Bischoff, one of the guys I love behind the NWO, coming in to take over SmackDown Live. I'm joined by my co host, as always, the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet over there, Ryan Seddon. How are you, buddy?
3: I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about it. You are yeah. kind of in a festive mood today. I'm in a festive
0: mood. But I guess for
3: the 4th of July, you're more are supposed to wear, like, American and stuff. Not, like, not... Tropical Hawaii, Hawaii. is in America. No, no, I know that. I'm talking about Americana type stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like a flag, I not I served eight years. I
0: don't need to show my <laughs> that's i got good, eight years of my life. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. You can I, wear your red, white, and blue. No I'd offense. prove my Americanness to Uncle Sam, that's motherfuckers. Right. Talk to my uncle. He'll tell <laughs> you. Talk <laughs> to my uncle. Uncle Samuel. <laughs> he'll tell you right there. Uh, anyway. Eight so, years. That's how long you were in the service? Yeah, eight in years. Service? That's crazy, Yeah, 90 man. to 98, son.
3: Ninety to ninety-eight.
0: Yeah, first man. Gulf War. So
3: then it's been first Gulf War. You, were yeah, in yeah, straight up in war.
0: Straight up, no, well, I wasn't in war, but you, but you we were serving st- during, during the, war. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Crazy man, yeah, it was nuts.
3: Thanks for doing that. that
0: well, thank you. You're very kind. Yeah. Those were the days. Seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> that's for
1: sure. 22 <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago. That's a
3: man. That's crazy. It's a long time to be doing something like that for I sure. Agree. For sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is much more. Uh, it's 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 chaotic, but not in the same way.
0: <laughs> well, I've been following pro wrestling more than eight years. That's for damn sure, and <laughs> so have you. So, you know, we got our loves that we commit ourselves to, but we can't get pensions for this. That's true. Uh, but that being said—
3: Hopefully I can one day. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm for you saying commit yourself out. Well, let's jump into this thing, man. Uh, so this is Bischoff taking over. I'll tell you something, and this is my overall feeling about this episode— it didn't feel like a Bischoff episode the way it was. The way Heyman felt like a Heyman Raw. So what do you think it was? Um from what I
3: surmised, mm-hmm. you know, I think that and this is just my this is just my total guess right now. Okay. This is just pure speculation on sure, my part. Sure. But I feel like I feel like with the impending move to Fox, mm-hmm. Fox wants uh, a show that is that that caters to all markets that is much more family friendly that is that is much more advertiser friendly mm-hmm. so i don't expect smackdown to change too much okay. um i think that if you're going to differentiate one of the shows the safer bet is to differentiate the usa show that the usa mm-hmm. show um it's on cable right cable already lends itself to more adult programming you know right. on usa itself there's mr robot where there's cussing all the time. That's true. Um, and I remember it was like, whoa, it was like a big deal when they started doing that. Uh, and, I, and I think that was kind of... My guess is that they, they want you to kind of... I don't think they want you to notice a huge change on SmackDown. Yeah, I feel yeah. like SmackDown's going to feel like your normal WWE show that you've been seeing for the most part. Okay, People are pretty happy with SmackDown for the most part. Yeah,
0: absolutely. absolutely.
3: Um, and I feel like it's going to become more of what you saw as Raw, okay. I feel like. And, and that's kind of... T- last night was shifting in that direction a little bit, so okay. I noticed smackdown felt a little more like what we used to see with raw right very typical formulaic kind of a thing um and that was with raw i'm wondering you know they'd already started with that whole third hour thing where oh, third hour is gonna be more adult we're gonna turn down the lights we're gonna do things a little differently um i'm wondering if that was a note from usa of like hey we want a more adult right themed thing like go ahead push the envelope a little bit and they're Mm -hmm. like Hmm, okay, well if Heyman's there, people are gonna know Heyman loves to do that kind of yes, thing. true. And so that was my yes, is that that's why we didn't see much of a difference last night because because also Heyman has very noticeable he does. booking things that he does, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that I was talking about Jay Washington before we came in today of like, you know, even if he didn't have full control on Monday, I think it's easy for Vince McMahon to book a sh- one show at mm-hmm. least that looks like it was Heyman influenced, you right. know, a worked shoot explosions, sex things, right. cucking, all that kind of... You go, oh, those are Heyman things, you know? And so even if he wasn't in full control, I think you could visually go, oh, yes. that looks like a Heyman show. Absolutely. I don't know if there's really the same type of things that you can do in that regard with a Bischoff right. smackdown.
0: Well, there's all that conversation. Was it Bischoff? Was it Russo? Who was in charge in WCW? Who was really the, you know, the narrative, the creative director... Of what happened on WCW at the end, you mean? Yeah, yeah, at the end there. And was Bischoff really instrumental in creating a lot of the storylines when they made the jump? Hogan and, and uh, Hall and Nash. He was. Well, did he dictate the storylines, or were the guys dictating the storylines? No, lines, no, right? he was a big I part thought of that. Dusty was a part of that. I thought Hall, I the mean, end of Nash World and all that
3: kind of stuff was a big. Was was very it was big, big was a lot mis- of big shopping. Yeah. Okay, but
0: all the other storylines that were going around. Oh yeah, he was a big a part of, of that. For, okay, cool. So you get so there must be some kind but of also, things.
3: But also, you know that the things mm-hmm. that you're referring to there. Yeah, those things kind of shaped what the format is that we know of now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so maybe it's, like,
0: it's tougher to see the difference. That's what I mean. Because it laid the groundwork for what you see now. That's a great point. actually. Exactly. It's like I hadn't thought of it that y- way. You know. Okay. And,
3: and so I, I feel like. Like what are you gonna do? You gonna trot Nitro girls out? Yeah, right. You know, exactly. SmackDown right. girls. You no. can't, that's not gonna lie. No. okay. And beyond that, I, I, like they could have been like, oh, we're gonna have a cruiserweight battle, and right. then it would have been like, okay, we get it. This is an Eric Bischoff show. I think that those kinds of things would have been too obvious and not the right way. Yeah. And I don't think that you know, if if Heyman with with the influence that Heyman did have on Monday Night influence is a better way of doing. He wasn't. Booking the show, right. but he's been part of creative for the past six months. Like right, from right. what I've seen in reports and what I'd heard beforehand, is that pishaw was going to be there, uh, uh, but not, you know, giving input yet. He's not in the gorilla position. He's not in the gorilla position. Right. Like, well, if he was, he wasn't like instrumental in the gorilla position right, like right. like Hayman was. I'd imagine it was much more of like uh, of uh getting acclimated to things. Again, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, that's why I think we didn't notice much of a change, and because of that. Um, as much as SmackDown was a decent show, it was a fun yeah. show. Um, I mean, Rob blew it out of the water this week.
0: Yeah, I feel like that, too. I think, But I think there are a couple of moments, and we'll get to them as we break down the show, that I thought there was a little bit of Bischoff in there, and I okay. want to get your thoughts on it. So let's jump into it. Right off the bat, we get a recap of the uh, lashley Strowman situation from last night with the appropriate real serious tone from everybody talking about it. Then Kevin Owens comes out, thank God, uh, and he brings out Shane McMahon and the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. Uh, Shane calls on Mike Rowe to give him some love. Then they get in the ring. They recap what happened with The Undertaker last night. Shane confidently says he's not afraid of The Undertaker. But then Kevin Owens plays this video of McIntyre getting a little scared. And he makes fun of McIntyre, which to me goes, well, where are you? Are you a heel? Or are you a face? I don't know what is happening here. And that was an interesting uh, uh, element to throw into this whole tank thing. And then they announced that the tag match is a no-holds-barred match. Well, first, gonna happen well no, first. Next- Rules
3: Dolph comes out, right? Right, well, no, no, uh, oh, not first yet. Announced, I see saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Then, like I said, and he starts asking these questions about And then Shane finally rips the cards out of it, says, Do your job, do your job. Yeah, then Ziggler comes yeah. out. So let before Ziggler comes out, let's address with this first okay. part of the promo. What did you think of this?
3: Um, okay, so I was exactly the same way you were while watching yeah. it, I was thinking, like. Uh, we've just been Owens has been a heel for the past yeah whatever, you know, a few months mm-hmm. now I'd I would i would guess, maybe weeks, months or whatever. Right, right, right. Um he had that like brief thing where it seemed like he was gonna be faced, but I think it's been a few months now where he's been back as a heel. Yeah. So I was very confused as to the way he was positioned here because he was absolutely positioned as a face here of yeah. like Challenging Shane, not reading what Shane wanted, um, you know, calling yeah. them wusses for running away yeah. from the Undertaker.
0: Saying they heard the ding and then they just ran. Yeah. All that
3: kind of stuff. So I was I was confused, and I think by the end of the show it seemed like maybe they're gonna do something different with Owens a little bit yeah. maybe try the face thing out with him. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um but I think we were talking about it yesterday about Kevin Owens on, on Lillian Garcia's podcast, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. No, he, no, we didn't mention we didn't that. Mention we didn't that enjoy, but- uh, on Lillian Garcia's podcast, he was talking about you know how there's that clip of him from WrestleMania when they did the 365 special on him, mm-hmm. and he goes back to Vince after his match against Chris Jericho, I believe, and he yeah. goes like, "Are we cool? Are we good? Or something like that?" Right. And, and Vince says no, and he says, and then he waits there for a long time or whatever. But he says like, he says he was on this like, on this uphill you know thing mm-hmm. going. Everything was good. Everything was great. He was going great. Everything was going good. His career was on the rise. And then he said that, like, you know, he was really stressed when he won the universal title, but but, you know, it is, you know, it was what it was. He didn't really enjoy it because he couldn't do everything the way he would have liked to have done. Then he lost it. And then he had WrestleMania. Right. That was that same Mm -hmm. year. Right. Whereas Goldberg, he lost it. and was Chris Jericho. Right. I think. And so um, but he said that uh, at that moment when Vince said, no, we're not cool. He said everything started to go downhill. He wow. said everything was great. Vince always loved everything he did. It was always like, "Yep, good job, nailed it, did exactly what we needed." And he said that no, he like hasn't recovered since. That wow. like, yeah, that was years ago now. Wow. And he says he hasn't recovered since. He said that like he, ever since then, he's been trying to find his place. Well, why was in the, well, why like did his Vince role. say no?
0: Was it the he match? didn't want
3: to get? He didn't want to get into it. He said that he and Vince did finally
0: talking oh, out okay okay but
3: they didn't he didn't want to like go into the details of the conversation yeah. uh but he said that uh, yeah he said ever since then he's just kind of felt like he's mm-hmm. been trying to figure he doesn't fit he doesn't feel like he fits and he doesn't yeah. know he can't he can't figure out what they want from him and they don't tell him what they want from him and he can't figure it out and he's just been like in this like mental struggle, which was so bu- a bummer to hear. Well, and
0: that's why I push back on wrestlers who, on the other side who come out and go, well, you had every opportunity, just didn't make it work. It's not that simple. It's not black and white. It's not, it's personalities it's chemistry, it's random things that occur when one man is in charge of everything. You can kowtow to that man, but if you don't know how to speak that man's language, you won't get there. Like, Triple H knew how to speak the language. And yes, he can say, you know what, other wrestlers were given the opportunity to go into board meetings. I went when other wrestlers were too tired to go, blah, blah, blah. Respect on that end and what uh, 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 Rollins had to say as well. But there are other wrestlers who don't, Speak that same language. Vince is not going to come down to you. Vince is not going to compromise and come all down to your level. You've got to find a way to reach him. And if you can't do it, then you sometimes get uh, 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 bowled over by the wheel, rolled over by the wheels of progress, and you can't get back. Or it takes a long time to get back. Well, I mean, like you I don't know?
3: want to skip too far ahead, but yeah. look, to, look last night. He lost to Otis. Yeah, he lost to Otis. You know, I mean, he was the former Universal Champion. Right. No one's making a big deal with the fact that a former Universal Champion lost to Otis yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, am. Um, and we'll get to all that. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I have more to say on that topic because so, it was crazy. But yes, you're right.
0: Yeah. It's, you, it's it, an interesting situation. Well, but, but think, also. I'm not blaming. just the way situation I'm the situation is. I'm speaking of the situation is. I I'm understand
3: both it, arguments. Yes, of course. You know, because I also understand there, the idea of like. Well, I also understand the idea of like, if you're, if you're unhappy, do what Triple H did. You know what I mean? Right. But Go to the board meetings. Do
0: you get those opportunities? And how many people can keep going to these board meetings getting shunned and and not be able to be affected by it?
3: And I'm not advocating for this because i agree that i think that it should be a better open more creative process Mm. where it's not just one person's rule um even though he's the boss um but even on regular tv shows it's like a you know for for, for the good ones it's not it's one person rules but the good ones it is a um
0: collaborative collaborative environment absolutely uh
3: what i was gonna say is though um i feel like it's kind of like that alpha thing the alpha entertainment Mm -hmm. you know i just think i feel like he doesn't respect al- people who aren't alphas as much. Yeah. You know, and if you're not an alpha, he doesn't respect it. I honestly feel like a lot of those people who say, like, you didn't do enough while you were on the inside, take a look in the mirror, they're trying to say to people, like, you weren't tough enough. Like, yep.
0: You, weren't- yeah, you know it's, what I mean? It's, it's the coded language. It is coded language. That
3: means and you were tough enough. And I'm not saying they're wrong or right, no, but, right, but look at Drew McIntyre yep. t- from then to now. If you look at Drew McIntyre then, then – He was touted as the future. Mm -hmm. And then he got fired. Yeah. And if you look at Drew McIntyre then to now, it's a completely different person. Yeah. Drew McIntyre's like this smaller dude. Then he was like, you know what? I know what they like. They want big, Mm -hmm. hunky meats. You know? Yeah. That's what that's what that guy likes. Yeah. And he went out and he made himself that. And he made himself undeniable. He took the chance. He took the chance. And I I don't know, I'm not saying he should leave or anything like that, Kevin Owens.
0: And I'm not saying it's Kevin Owens' fault either. But I also think Kevin Owens has a responsibility to himself because he could also he could easily go to AEW easily go back down He's got but five i think five-year contract right now but yeah but i also think he likes the shine of being in the of WWE of course it was a dream right. that's what got him to the that's what
3: got him into wrestling exactly you know? but
0: it isn't like he doesn't have a history of issues with people along the way. Cornette, Cornette will be very vocal about the issues he had with Kevin Owens or Kevin, what was it, Stein when he was down there working with him. So he's got a trail of issues that follow him, or at least battles that follow him, because Kevin has a very strong personality. So I don't think it's not him being an alpha. I think it's more a matter of his vibe doesn't mess with yeah, Vince's vibe. I, I honestly feel like sometimes he loses that strong okay. personality,
3: and I don't know him personally. Right, right, but right. you're right. That was always his thing. He yeah. had a strong personality. And sometimes when someone loses their confidence... It, 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 it changes then. Yeah, you know? And, and I'm not saying he has necessarily, right. but, like, you're right. I mean, like, he did rub people the wrong way because he was so confident in, yeah. in himself sometimes, and it does sound like that moment when Vince said no did shatter his confidence a little bit, and yeah. he's been trying to find it ever since because, I mean, you're right. I mean, the confidence factor. It, yeah, it is the thing that is. made him what he was, yeah. and I feel like if he needs to find – and that's not even just – kevin owens kevin scene that's literally everyone in life everyone has that i feel like almost every adult has that moment where their confidence was just broken oh yeah some of them decide to just stay that way and some of them decide to to move on and i feel like you know based on the interview with kevin he he is on a path of moving Mm. on and 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 finding himself or whatever but uh but yeah i i i I didn't like how it's just like we're supposed to forget in this segment that he was a heel for this yeah, whole time.
0: It was weird, and then we have Ziggler come out, and Ziggler's. They have a great promo back and forth,
3: which was I funny. Loved it. Because I'm so glad that Kevin Owens told it like it was here, yeah. because I, I'm not gonna lie. Doesn't, this doesn't happen often, and I I think Dolph Ziggler is great, but the thing that they have him doing has already gotten old. Yes, and the and I honestly groaned when his music hit. I was like, oh, like come on, like what? Like I literally I was, Ugh. and then when he came out, I was like, oh. Yeah, That was good. Yeah. I'm into that. They you know? both went at each yeah. other.
0: So this is where I think a little bit of the Bischoff-ism is here. Because I think there was a little more reality to these promos than I've seen before consistently in a show. And we'll get to the Kofi and Joe one as well. There was a little... And, and WCW, towards the end, they started to have these shoot-slash- Promos, like, okay, and NWO would sue these promos as well. Sometimes they were a little too close to the bone, so to speak. But
3: wasn't that Russo?
0: Was it Russo? I don't know. That's I, it's thing. been a while. I'm trying to because I don't
3: think he was in the was WCW 2000 Bishop. Yeah, because like when Nash and Hall, Because were... the new blood stuff was.
0: Russo what? Oh, yeah, man. but when National Hall were doing their promos when they first got to WCW, they were making fun of everybody in WCW in a way that was really close to the bone and really harsh. You know, like yes. calling them all hillbillies, saying that they they they're you know even Hogan's famous promo when he turned heel was talking about billionaire Ted and talking about how he he made that organization <laughs> oh. up there and now down here. You know, they I need now. him. Right? I remember.
3: I had okay. a little times time. It was right. You're right. It was Eric yeah. Bischoff. And and Vince Russo yeah, yeah. at the end. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why you're saying that. Right. Okay, got it. Got so I just
0: I just feel like there's a little bit of that. They probably less said, like, just take the chains off, let them go. Uh so maybe this was more of a subtle bishop, whereas Behemoth was more of a bang. This was more of a subtle, possibly. I don't know.
3: One of the subtle things I noticed here, and I could be totally wrong, but there was like this weird moment where where uh Shane went to leave. There was a yeah. Someone went to leave in this segment. Yeah, Shane and Drew left and they didn't play. Yeah, their music. Their music. Yeah. And then they had, like, they held on the two for a while and then a, the promo kind of continued a little bit. And then Owens finally said, Well, play my music. And it hit.
0: And then Kevin Owens was like, Play mine! It's play my, my
3: show! It's my show! Play my music! That to me felt a little more real, like you were saying, a little yeah. more of that kind of, like, natural, like, yeah. No, no, just hold a second. Hold right. it. Right. Wait a second, you know? So, um, I don't know, but I did really like this segment, although. Me too. I did shake my head at like the booking because you're like, this
0: what? This doesn't make, yeah. this you, doesn't make you a lot of sense. You know they're setting up because they, they announced that, that oh, Shane stops them from battling with each other and says you two are now going to be a tag team against Heavy Machinery. Whoever wins that gets to be the third tag team in the triple threat match for the tag team titles at Extreme Rules. Because
3: you go like, well, but Shane and Sammy just beat New Day. Yeah. but why? And then I, why wouldn't Shane and Sammy – or sorry – that's his Shane? Yeah, I'm you know. sorry. Sammy and Kevin Kane. Owens yeah, Kevin just beat Owens. New Day. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be I think Sammy... Sammy and Kevin who were in the match? Yeah,
0: that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Sammy's hurt again. That was weird. We haven't seen we didn't see Sammy at all last night. And even in the tag team match. He was on Raw though, he right? He didn't come in and know. Sammy Zane? I don't remember seeing him on Raw. Yeah, you're right. I don't think so. He wasn't I, on the shows this week. No, I wonder if he's hurt again. Interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering. Or he's on vacation or something. Or, <laughs> who knows? But anyway, they announced that. And so uh, then Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan are interviewed in the back about the, the possibility that the tag team who, uh, that wins that night uh, in the match between Heavy Machinery Ziggler and uh, KO will be added to the trophy match. Bryan seems like, whatever, bring it on. It's the way it goes. Management said it has to be done. There's nothing I can do to complain about it. And they roll off. I like this promo. Yeah. It's good. Simple effective. and effective. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no complaining or grousing. It's like, whatever, I'll take it on. And he's doing a good job of getting the tag team titles over yeah he's making it important that's yep. that's important that's what you want uh then new days interviewed about this being a three tag team match they do their thing and talk about how you know they think it's unfair but they're going to do their thing and 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 put it so now we go into the match of new day versus the new daniel bryan and or, uh, wasn't eric it rowan Big E versus daniel bryan oh i thought it was a tag match was it not a tag match no, it was a singles match. Oh, so it was a new. D, it was a Big, it was new Big E, oh, sorry, e versus, Big Daniel, e versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, just everybody got involved. So yeah, I was thinking yeah, it was a yeah. tag match. So well, wait, 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 wait. In the end, Bryan gets the victory no, over Biggie. E. did
3: get involved later in Yeah, that. later, later, yeah, when yeah. they were commentating. This was Bryan right, versus, e.
0: versus Big E. Because I was match. actually
3: happy, I remember, because I was thought like, oh, with this whole new thing where they're like, the, the matches get broken up and right. then they start a tag match after. I was like, I was convinced this was going to, going to turn into Daniel Bryan and Eric yeah. Rowan versus New Day. So you that's see why that. I remember that. Yep. That's not what it was because I thought for yeah. sure there was going to be th- something before the commercial. And then when it comes back in commercial, it gets restarted as a tag match. And I was really happy they didn't do yep. that because, um, they had a great match. Yeah. It was short. I'm not saying they put on like some six star classic, no, no. but they had a fun match. I mean, the opening stuff when Daniel Bryan was doing the running into to Biggie and and Biggie was just standing there like a brick wall. <laughs> I know it's a classic spot, but it's one of those ones if done right, it's all it's still fun to watch. Yep. And Biggie has such good facial reactions of his like come on type face. And yeah. so the fact that he kept telling Daniel Bryan to do it, and Daniel Bryan kept trying and failing, and then Daniel Bryan had to use his like wrestling prowess mm-hmm. to then. Do something different, and then they still tried it again later, and he couldn't do it. I just liked all of that. I thought it was yeah. smart. Um, I thought that the finish was um, it made sense. Yeah, you know, I, was a little, I, you know, I wouldn't have mind seeing Biggie win, but obviously the champions yeah. makes more sense for them to to, to win going into it. Uh, well, Dana Bryan is, and I thought it made sense the way they did it. You know, the mm-hmm. the spear thing that missed, which looked weird. I'm not yeah. sure if that was on purpose, but then. Daniel Bryan gets hit, and then Rowan kind of like th- you know throws Biggie into the yeah. the the turnbuckle, thing, you know, the light thing or whatever, which they're using a lot more often lately. Yeah, uh, Elias as a weapon. While you were
0: showering, Elias hit himself in the knee with that. I thing. saw that gif yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy.
3: And Dana Brooke had her face oh, busted right. open. That's right. That's right. That's um, right. So yeah, I, uh, um, I I thought it was a really good match. I yep. also liked when they it was. Just, it was just fun when he got him in the the abdominal stretch and he was doing the butt slaps on Dana Bryan. Dana Bryan was all getting pissed off and stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all around, I thought it was good. I think, you know, Biggie was getting his suplex on. Yep. And, uh, uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed the match. I also felt like, I feel like he hadn't, and I could be wrong, but. I like the knee was used. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like he hasn't used that knee as, like, his actual finisher in a minute. Maybe well, I could be wrong. I feel like he's been using the LaBelle lock more.
0: I think he's getting older, man. That knee's a dangerous knee. Yeah. He's in his, what, late 30s now? And, you know, he's coming back. And from that neck injury still, uh, to me, it's always uh, it's always been a dangerous move of his. Like, um, it's not that dangerous. Like, what's his face's uh, double stomp? Like, that no. one... He's going to break his legs one day. Yeah, that one
3: always blows my mind. I, that yes. I, You know, when you look at things and you go like, well, I can see they do this or that to make it not hurt. Right. I always go, how does that not hurt? He jacks
0: his legs up and then goes down.
3: It's kind of like Jeff Hardy. Like, back in the day when Jeff Hardy would do the swanton bomb, he would really, like, land on the back of his neck on the person, and it didn't look like he was actually hurting the person. But it was a cool move. It looked awesome.
1: Right
0: Now,
3: when he does the swanton bomb, he just lands, like, back first on the person's stomach, and it looks painful. It does. Way more painful than it used to.
0: It's it's scary as hell. I always remember that Sid Vicious breaking the ankle, just coming off the second rope onto the floor. I can't imagine what happens with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan Knee. If he goes too far and gets caught, that's a broken neck. Like it's such a scary move. I, I don't know. It's okay. not that scary. Right. When it it's happens, basic. when it's it like happens, we'll talk about it on the show. That's no
3: different than a clothesline.
0: A clothesline? You are you kidding? Or like Triple he's, H's knee to the face? He's in mid air. I mean, the double knee when he goes to them in the corner. When he's in mid air, does the double knee and then comes off it? Wait, what? When he runs into the corner and does the double knee or does the knee into their into their chest? I'm talking about.
3: When he does his finishing move, the running knee to the face.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about when he's in the corner. Because he had that move again. He does that move where he runs in the corner and throws the double knees on You mean when and he's doing the multiple off. drop kicks in the corner? Yeah. Oh, like okay. He runs in and boom. I always think he's going to break something. Those
3: do look scary, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's uh, okay. We're talking about yeah, sorry.
0: My bad. <laughs> oh my God. This match has our wires crossed like crazy. Anyway, Brian gets the victory over Big E and we move on to later on uh, when they're going to be commentating. R-Truth is interviewed about losing the 24-7 belt and he just says he wants his baby back. He doesn't want to go back and remember what happened. I love that. It's so funny. Uh, it let, sets up what's coming up later by the way if you haven't seen the drake maverick doing the videos wwe posted a couple of those and drake did as well very funny the one when he
3: when he's going on the honeymoon
0: was perfect god love her for, I died just, when she's gonna pin it when she's they're in going the car
3: and he's like we're on the way to our honeymoon and then he puts the title over her face yeah and he's like like we're going on our honeymoon and it's just like him in the title and she's behind the title i, I was dying or when, when she's like Wait, what do you mean I have to pay for my own luggage or whatever? It's your bag. So good. The
0: one at the end is the worst. Which I'm one? riding in first class. She's oh, riding yeah. in row 33. She doesn't know that the champion gets to ride first class. I'm looking at her face. I'm like, they better turn this around where she pins him or something. Oh, it was so good. Or yeah. she doesn't stop our truth from pinning him because it's ruining their marriage. I
3: loved it. That'd I loved brilliant. it. They can make this go for so long. Oh, yeah. And I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and yeah. I also, when he said I want my baby back thing, all I could oh, think of yeah. was the Chili's commercial. <laughs> So then I went and made, like, an edit of him singing the Chili's song on um, my... Um, what? I, I feel Is like it, I did pretty it good. you post it? Yeah, 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 yeah oh, I, I posted it. Here Anyway, I'll, I'll just... I
0: want I my baby went. back, baby back, baby back. Here we go. you going to play it right now? Huh? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. That's good.
3: So, I don't know. Oh, That's was I think of glorious. when I'm bored at home watching Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, know it was a good show. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. a good,
0: good, good segment. Yeah, I agree. Good segment.
3: I like that segment a lot. I, I, I laugh just because I love Archer. Everything yeah. he's doing right now is, is, is a hit.
0: I agree. Uh, you have Nikki Cross then going in the back, having a back and forth with Alexa. And then Alexa reveals to her that she wants Nikki to host uh, a moment of bliss and says, her, so I know you think you're socially awkward, but... I think you can do this. She goes and hosts the show. Good back and forth with Bailey. Bailey comes on as her guest. Really enjoyed the back and forth. Bailey going ding dong. She's I was like, holy shit. This is a great Bailey. I love the real Bailey. Give me more of the real Bailey. Uh, she calls into question why Nikki is not facing her at extreme roles and Alexa is instead, which well, of course pushes that storyline that they're going to break up somewhere down the road. But it also yields to an impromptu match between them, which Bailey ends up winning. But good brutal match between these two, good some really hard moves on there. Bailey starting off with that double drop kick right off the bat, and then everything that led to uh, their interactions and their back and forth. I really enjoyed. But then Bailey gets the win. Uh, Nikki rolls off the pin quickly, so um, this is an interesting moment. Like, why book her to do this match and lose this match? Is this about, like, keeping her in a place for now, and then eventually she'll turn on Alexa? What do you think it's all about?
3: I didn't like any of this, to be honest okay. with you. I right. was kind of on the opposite of you on this one. I thought the—I mean, I already think the moment of Bliss things are cheesy.
0: Okay, yes, but, I know you don't like me.
3: But— you know, having Nikki Cross do it, it was kind of like double cheesy, like her with the sparkly microphone and stuff. Yeah. I thought the ding-dong thing was kind of lame, too. Oh, it, wow. it was kind of a cheesy. Right. It, to me, it felt like as cheesy as, like, the couple's things they're doing with Be- Becky and Becky Seth Rollins. And Seth? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, to me, I was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah. whatever. I, I I didn't love this part. I, me personally, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it like I have with ba- Bailey in the past. Okay. Um, the match was good, but I felt the same way as you that it was like, well, what's the point of having Nikki lose right now? Yeah. For just clean outright, like there was no real reason for it. It kind of yeah. like takes away her big win. It kind of takes away from like her being put in a title match going forward. Yeah. And kinda, to me, it kind of like I don't know, like st- stops that kind of puts a puts a stopper there. It yeah, Because you know? yeah. like, why, why is that whole thing was like, well, why isn't Nikki in the match? Well, because she just lost now. Again, yeah.
0: You know? And I wonder if maybe that's why they did it to ever lose. So there was no questions about why she's not in the match and they can focus on the Alexa Bailey situation. But um, it certainly leads to Nikki being upset at losing the match to Bailey, which would uh, motivate her to interfere in the match with Alexa and Bailey True. in extreme role. So I see the logic of it if that's how place, out. It's it plays like that's not out. where
3: they're going with yeah. it though.
0: Well, you're probably right. You might be right. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like it, Certainly, there's a possibility to argue that this is what they were thinking.
3: If that's where they're going with it, yeah, I'm I'm better with it. Okay. if at the pay per view at Extreme Rules, Nikki turns heel, then yeah. or Nikki like actually sides with Alexa for real and stops mm-hmm. kind of like towing around the situation and like right. gets a little bit more of an edge to her, I'm into it. But right, right. now, it doesn't feel like that's the way they're going.
0: Okay, I also think, and this is man, I'm. I hate saying this because I really like Nikki and NXT. I also think Nikki may not have been the right person for this. I haven't seen Nikki quite 100% step up with these opportunities promo-wise to kind of sell this thing with that subtlety, that nuance that you need where you're like cheering for her but at the same time worried which way she's going to go. Uh, and I think she hasn't quite captured that yet. She's still a young wrestler, so maybe she's not there. But I think another more capable or uh, another better actress well, in more suited for or, that role. Yeah, more suited for that role would have worked.
3: I agree with you. Someone yeah. more suited for that role would have worked. I yeah. think that Nikki didn't really need all of this. Yeah. She would have gotten over just fine on her own. Um, obviously, this helps because it's getting her more awareness. But I agree with you that yeah. it's... It doesn't feel like she's suited for this role.
0: No, like, it,
3: it doesn't. Feel, when you watch this, you you don't think that like the duo of Alexa and Nikki are really like two people who would naturally pair up like right, that. You right. You know, right, and, right. and and that's that's they're just two very different people. Yeah. You know, and it, it, I agree with you. That is one of the, the disconnects of this whole storyline to me is that yeah. there's a wealth of women at the, the WWE Performance Center who would have fit this role of yeah. Alexa's lackey. Nikki being Alexa's lackey doesn't ne- necessarily. Feel genuine
0: yeah yeah and i think that's where it, it kind of falls apart uh and I, so i hear what you're saying absolutely uh okay let's go to that promo that ali cut it's a really good promo. Yeah, I like this one. I, I enjoyed the promo. I did have one question, but okay. other than that, I really enjoyed the promo. a positive promo about, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what your name is, but it did matter what your name was. Uh, that was my problem. Like that one line, I was like, "Well, you changed your name. They made you change your name. So don't say it doesn't matter what your name was because obviously it was because they made you change it." So there's a piece that, uh, uh, Overall, I thought it was a great promo, positive message about you can achieve anything no matter where you come from. Even though we do have centuries to prove that that, that is always true, it's still nice to hear it. It's a good angle for him to play. Uh, what did you think?
3: I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I hated the one they did two weeks ago. Uh, whatever it was. The yeah. one where like he was like awkwardly staring at people drinking in the streets and looking like he was kind of like shaming them. Yeah. It was like it just looked like bad acting and drama class or something Mm -hmm. like that and not on his part on on everything else yeah yeah, in in that thing the way it was Um, yeah Yeah. the way it was produced this to me felt so much better Mm -hmm. it looked cool had a slick vibe to it and i agree with you um the inclusivity factor uh was a good message it was great i thought that you know i also thought that you know ali he has kind of gotten away from where he once was. I mean, he was like on this he was he had the rocket strapped to him and that yeah. skyrocketed. He was killing it. Everyone was like Ali, 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 Ali. And then he got injured. And and then Kofi took over and he's really he's one of those other people who's just been lost. He's yeah. just kind of been lost in the shuffle. And I liked that last night he mentioned the WWE championship. Yeah. That he hasn't lost sight of the WWE championship because I felt like it seemed to me mm-hmm. like he was going lower and lower on the card. Right. But then putting a vignette with him on the show where he's straight up saying, like, I want to be WWE champion. They don't really have everyone doing that all the time. Right, right. So I feel like that is a good sign for where they see him still, and that's that's mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, I like this. I thought it was very effective.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, and we'll see. Hopefully, we'll get more of these rather than that one yes. that you were mentioning. So and he's
3: a good role model. I mean, yeah. know, there's no denying that Mustafa Ali is, is a good role model. Yeah. So I think that um, to position him this way is smart. Yep. Uh, it just has to be done the right way so it doesn't feel preachy mm-hmm. because people don't like being preached at. Right, and that's right. 100% how the other one felt.
0: Well, and that's why the the Nia Jax one, I think, didn't go down well with a lot of WWE fans when she was doing the body mm-hmm. body image stuff. Yes, that's important. Yes, that's essential. But I think a lot of fans kind of pushed back against it because it felt like they were being shoved down their throat rather than being something something natural and organic within the flow of an, of a promo or or a, a program.
3: And I do think that you know this. I don't want to say preachy, but this is who Ali is. Yeah, yeah. It's right. clear that this is something that's important to him. Yeah. It has been for a long time. It
0: felt organically real. Yeah. So it didn't. Yeah.
3: It, it doesn't feel preachy. I think right. just the message of the other one did. Yeah. Um, this one definitely felt more like, oh yeah, give me more of that. That's a that's a good role model for a a, a giant demographic, Uh, and not even that, just a good role model for all demographics because he's someone who's promoting inclusivity and and accepting this of others, and I think that uh, if they're going to push that message on WWE TV, he's the perfect person to do it.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, well, we get to the uh, uh, promo off here between Kofi Kingston and uh, Samoa Joe. Kofi comes out throwing his pancakes. Then Samoa Joe comes out. Uh, Joe calls into question, uh, Kofi's placing the New Day and starts saying that, you know, you're getting a little too big for your britches and that Xavier Woods might be your hype man. All is trying to sow dissent amongst the New Day, which of course is going to happen, the breakup, uh, in my opinion. And then he's a really selfish guy. Uh, but then Kofi calls out Samoa Joe. With all the crap he was pulling and the behind, like a, hitting people from behind, to whatever, and then says your ass is too big to be playing hide and seek. I, that I was dig, funny. I dug that. They got really into him. and Then Joe, they got really into it, rather. And then Joe, kind of ending this thing, says to him, "Shake my hand because I'm going to do some terrible things to your friends and your family. Just shake my hand and we'll let it be." And then Kofi flicks him off, which is a Bischoff thing, in my opinion. I think that, that felt Bischoff-y, opinion. in yeah, my opinion, yeah, too. Yeah. So, what do you think about this one? But I don't and then, think.
3: But I don't think he was really involved last night. Okay,
0: all right. But then he but does. It had
3: that, that was similar to what we were saying with a booking a thing. Yeah, it, yeah. it had that vibe, I yeah. agree with you.
0: And then uh, he does the Trouble in Paradise to kind of end this whole thing, which surprised me. I thought Joe was going to get the best of him after the, uh, the, the, uh, the bird, and then he, he stands over him and, then, and leaves. So, did you like this?
3: I loved this. Okay. Uh, I loved this. I thought the promo was great on both sides. I thought yep. that um, it made Joe look like such an asshole, but yep. also uh, a menacing person that you that you don't want to be on his bad side. Exactly. Um, he wasn't doing like the screaming stuff. It was almost like a like a a not nice warning. Yeah. You know, and I and I liked that because it was it was uh it was it was intense. Like yeah. I, I liked. How mean Joe seemed. You know, yeah. he's one of the main. He's one of the real villains in WWE at this yep. point, where he's not trying to get people to cheer for him. Um, and I also liked that it made Kofi Kingston. He elevated his game here in this in this in ring mm-hmm. segment. I feel like you know a lot of times he kind of like it's similar promos, yeah. same things. Yeah. But I like that he didn't let. The family stuff get to him and you it almost felt like his. he knows how strong his family bond is right, you know right. and he knows that joe's not going to be able to put a put a chink in that mm-hmm. you know in that armor and so um i liked that he was above it like oh you're saying this thing that you normally say oh you're saying that thing right, you been saying right. now uh and, and the stuff he was saying back was, was good it made kofi feel like a champion yeah same for the, the 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 middle finger all that kofi felt like Someone you also don't want to fuck
0: with. And
3: I like that because, you know, I'm sure there are others who go, oh, well, he's just the guy in New Day. Oh, he's just the guy in New Day. He's not a champion. And he did do a point of like, no, I beat that one by myself. I beat that one by myself. I beat this one by myself. Like, I am the champion, you know? And that does make, that does elevate his status, I think, when he stops kind of like, the, the silliness for yeah. a second. And yeah. he is kind of like, no, I'm a champion. Like, yeah. I, I'm silly because I am the champion and I can do whatever I want and I back it up. You know, yeah. I can be silly and wear pink and throw around pancakes because I'm going to back it up in the ring type stuff. And I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the warning from Joe was good. Oh, that was good. Um, the middle finger was dope. Uh, and, and then, uh you know, because this really does, to me, this set the stage for like, a, I warned you. Yep. Yeah. You brought this all on yourself.
0: Right. And it could undermine the new day. This could be the way it happens because it could get so extreme that one point one of them goes, Why didn't you just shake his hand? Like right, like it could be if they if if I don't know I don't know their relationships I don't know what they're if they're gonna bring any of the families into that they, 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 with with AJ but if any of that starts to happen then there's certainly a possibility right yeah. I could see Xavier being the one who rolls over and just says why didn't you just shake his hand like in some kind of like moment of weakness I could see that and it'd be like oh this is good <laughs> this is good so who knows we'll see as it goes on but this is a good beginning to whatever may be coming down the pipe and also feels like they're not done with this program like this is gonna be a oh, program. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. this seems bit. like it's gonna go. Right? Yeah, yeah, this, this seems, seems like they
0: stretching Owens, on Zane and Ziggler are out of the way, and now it's these guys. Yeah, uh, all right, Apollo Cruz versus Andre is next. we we kind of had this tease last week of the Andre for like Andrade a few match. weeks now. Yeah, for a few weeks, right, right. It finally happened. This was actually a good damn yeah. match between these guys, showing you they could throw down. A little NXT vibe to both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Apollo in NXT for a while? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to see them going at each other here. I enjoy this. Uh, eventually, as uh, um, uh, anything gets involved, does a Hurricane Rana, which leads to. To, uh uh Andrade getting the victory, doing his finisher and getting the victory. Did you like what like was there a point to this? That was my problem with it. Okay.
3: I did like the match. I thought it was good. I did I did kind of feel like it
0: was a little pointless. Yeah, it's just and this is neat leads to something. Um like if Apollo had won, then maybe we're like, oh, okay, what's up here? Precisely. Right? Is that mm-hmm. like,
3: you know, it didn't really didn't really help Andrade to beat Apollo and right. then after the show. They posted a thing where it's Andrade and Zelina challenging Seth Rollins and Becky for next week. So it's like he's already moving on, to Apollo. So it it was definitely filler. Okay. And there was also the commercial in the middle of it, too. So it was very... Yeah, it was filler, but it was good filler. I mean, Apollo does bring it when he's given the opportunity, and so does Andrade. So I didn't, like, dislike the match or anything like that. But I did feel like, um, like you said, very much filler.
0: Yeah. Was...
3: I'm trying to look at your notes What's so that? I don't skip too far ahead. Was this? I think before or after was this the Shelton Benjamin thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after, yeah. Um, what was that? Yeah, it was weird. What the hell was that? Like I'm gonna have to ask around, obviously. But that made no sense. You yeah. gave me the Shelton Benjamin response there. Yeah.
0: <gasps> yeah. It's like I felt when I was watching the Canella stuff. <laughs> I don't understand
3: it reminded me of like Both these things a movie clip where they're looking around like and getting nervous. what's that for oh, like Wayne's world when he's like he's <laughs> yeah. like you know it's like all up close on him, and he's like uh, yeah it, i I mean I saw one of the things I saw people talk about on Twitter was that because he's Brock's homie that it was maybe supposed to indicate that. He knows that Brock's going to cash in on uh, at, at the pay-per-view. Really? But that's to me that's a way long stretch. That's a stretch. That's a big stretch. Also, like Brock's not just like talking with Shelton like that. It's not like Brock and Shelton are just texting yeah. him. he's like, "Yo bro, I'm going to cash in on right. uh, at the pay-per-view." It's not it's not that's not likely. Right. We haven't seen Brock and Shelton be friends for one time in like 10 years, you know. So yeah.
0: What are you? Is there anything that you could surmise from? I just thought it was an attempt to try to do something with Shelton. And I'm like, okay. And then moved on. Like, I didn't think twice about it because. But they didn't even do anything with him. That's what I'm saying. Just to have him on camera, though, is doing something with him by definition. But they did, you're right, they didn't do anything with him, but by having him on camera, they at least put the idea in your head that he's still in in, in the conversation. And it also, to me, like I said, it mirrors the Canela stuff. Like, we haven't seen Shelton on screen in a long time. Not Once since the time, Brock that's, that's what I'm saying. With Maria and Mike, certainly Mike, we haven't seen Mike on, but we've seen Maria in those uh, Battle Royales uh, recently, but not really that much. So to me, it's just them going, okay, well, let's see what we can do with this person. Well, I do agree with you in that aspect yeah. where
3: uh, it feels like they're at least this week it kind of felt like they yeah. were trying to give uh more purpose to everyone all across the the board yes um that i felt like was pretty evident this week they wanted to give you more to do yeah. uh you know and, and more meaning to some of the yeah middle stuff um but but i still don't understand the shelton benjamin thing yeah, like yeah, yeah. give them something I, I, it was weird like yeah, I, I know i, I agree I've been with racking you. my brain on it, like. What could that have meant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a fan. Like, without asking around and trying to get actual inside, in, inside info on it, I've just been like, I don't yeah. understand what that was supposed to accomplish. Like, it was literally just a minute of him standing awkwardly looking yeah. around, and then it cut away, and he walked away and he cut away. I just, I can't, I don't know. Maybe I'm more perplexed by this situation than Roca is, but I was
0: so confused. Maybe Shelton's mom is coming back. But what would that have to do with the WWE he championship? Oh right. my
3: god. Well, I saw someone saying that that maybe he that they're gonna pair him up with Liv because there was a video over the weekend of him Liv and Liv Morgan? Yeah, oh. him and Liv tagging in like a mixed tag match and she was like telling him what to do and screaming at him. And it was a pretty funny video. Oh, that's cool.
0: I didn't see that. That would make sense then.
3: And that maybe people are saying like, well, maybe he hears someone in his head now and it's gonna be Liv who's screaming at him or something. Right. But also, stretch. I feel like. Yeah, fair. Why would they bring up the WWE title or was it Universal title? They yeah. asked him about. Um, I don't know. It was weird. I just, okay. I was confused. It's
0: well, yeah, it was interesting. I know. I agree with you. It was a little strange. Uh, all right, then uh, what do we got here? Zelina is Kevin Owens, Ziggler. Oh yeah, the Kevin Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Ziggler are shown backstage figuring out how to work together. Uh, Ko makes cracks about him being pretty and let let Ko do the wrestling. Ooh, I thought it was a bit of a, yeah, it was a little too hard of a shot. Uh, but then they eventually. The hot dog like, stuff was hard. Oh yeah, the hot dog stuff. True, I guess. True. All right, fine. Uh, and we'll see what how that plays out in a little bit here. Amber Moon. And well, Mandy. I did like
3: in that segment. Real fast before yep. you switch off yeah, from sure. it. I did like when they finally agreed to be friends, and then Kevin owns like, okay, we cool, okay. And then he goes to walk yeah. away, and he's just trying to eat more hot dogs. And <laughs> said, really, we just said we were going to be cool. Like that. That did get a pop out of me. I laughed at that. 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 That was yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, it was the good stuff between these. Obviously, that you know they approve everything with each other. Yeah, before, yeah, you say. Well, but maybe not. Who knows? All right, fine. Could have been a funny thing they just kept in. I guess so. The hot dogs. All right. Ember Moon and Mandy Rose uh get into it here, have their match. Uh surprisingly they let Ember win the match. She gets the victory with an eclipse. Surprisingly indeed. Yeah, it was a quick match too. Very quick. It was not that long and and uh, Sonia did not get involved at all other than encouraging the referee to count to three. Did they – some people were saying they oh, – I saw online some people were saying they They leaned into the lesbian story. I didn't see that in this. Did you? Not that I noticed in this. Last okay. week I noticed it. Yeah, I, I'm still not on board. I still don't believe it's happening.
3: A lot of the comments last week said that you were crazy and yeah. that, that that they definitely noticed the same thing as me. I, I Maybe I wasn't so paying close enough attention this week, I
0: though. just think it's dangerous. I really do. I think it's dangerous. I think it brings up the old stereotypes of, well – you know, if a gay person gets around you and you're straight, they're going to try to get with you. I think well, it's just a bad man. These don't background is. We don't. We don't. You're right. You know, you're to right. assume things. Well, I'm just saying. She's always been presented as straight. So She's never so, presented as anything. Certainly. Corey Graves has. Not like they go out Corey there and Graves has certainly presented her as straight.
3: He, he presented himself as attracted to her. I don't think they present any of the characters as gay or
0: straight. They're all just character there you think that she's presented as straight i think she's presented in a certain way that implies straight but you're right maybe that's me just like reading just the you. signals in the old way yeah okay well no because i mean i don't think that they imply
3: that she is I, i've never heard any wrestler imply that they're straight
0: okay <laughs> that's am i wrong i think you can say that for yourself you've never heard it but for the history of wrestling, there have been many wrestlers who be like, I ain't gay or I'm straight, blah, blah, blah. There have been many wrestlers in promos well, who have done that. that. You're talking about
3: history of wrestling. I'm talking about right now. wrestlers yeah, to like, right now. They're not, no one, you haven't heard that. You. I, I can't even think of a promo where I've ever heard they. Like, oh, I'm not gay. Well, I've,
0: I've certainly heard The Rock and John Cena do multiple promos where they infer the other person is like less manly because he might have okay. gay tendencies. Okay. We have definitely heard that, okay. which is always ironic when they both talk about inclusion. I'm like, can I show you some promos? Well, you know, people change.
3: Things, uh, okay. Times change. You don't think times people can change? It's, I don't
0: think it's not that they changed. I think they. I think they knew what they were saying as part of their job, and they said no, it in a certain. I think way. people can change. Yeah, I know hateful people who. He's not I know people, No, but I
3: know people who hated. Yeah, homosexuality that now watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Sure, sure, sure. So I mean, I think people change. Yeah, all right. You know, times change. People change. Yeah. You know, I think people grow up.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying I think these were promos done at, at a certain time. Where it was well, I think it's also okay about, to say those things. And yes. And I think now it's not so much.
3: Correct. Right. But I think that also, I believe that they don't that they. I don't think I the could, rock I could be. I could be naive here, but I don't believe they were that they felt like they were those words were hurting people, and when right. they learned that they were. They stopped them. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people said those things. I mean, I said that stuff when I was younger. You know, like, you said it when you were in the army to people. Nope. You never insulted someone in the 90s by calling them gay. Nope. A guy lesser than. Nope. I never, you used... never did no. that when you were younger. I, no, because I... That was a
0: thing. I mean, I'm not
3: like, that's crazy for me to say that. I never I was said... A child. I
0: never said gay and I never said the F word.
3: Oh, I never said the, I never said the F word because yeah. I grew up around... Right. I, mean, I grew, My dad's best friend growing up... When, me growing up, uh-huh. my dad's best friend was gay. Gotcha. So I never... Right. I've never looked at gay or straight now lesser than but the, i definitely jokes, think that like it was a thing that was said right. when i was younger all this the time I'll
0: it, and i'll be honest the jokes in the 40 in 40 year old version where you know how to know you're gay blah, blah blah yeah that i've done because that's playful within and i've done that with gay guys being playful joking around like that so but then but you've I've done never, the same thing but, no, but i never called someone gay that's different that's like as a, as a as a slur do you know what i'm saying there's a difference okay. nuance is important ryan in language
3: I've never said it
0: hatefully (sighs) to a gay person. That's not what I meant. Did you say hatefully to a straight person? To imply no, they like were as a joke, yes,
3: that, but not in okay. a hateful way. Okay, and I was go. also a teenager so if you in the used '90s, it In so a hateful
0: way—that's not a you know. No,
3: right. I meant people, say, and neither—I don't think John Cena and no, the no, Rock. No, and and I'm saying
0: that, but but there were words in there that you could look a certain way. So when you were saying you were saying the original, which was the original point of our debate here. Well, the original point of saying, our debate
3: was that you said that they imply that Mandy Rose is straight on TV, and I don't know how that's no, no, possible no, no. besides I, the fact that she's sexy.
0: Yeah, right. I just feel well, like that—that's what I thought. That's what it feels like to me. But you're right. But I also said to you, you're right. It might be me just kind of inferring that from what. What I've seen because yes. with Sonia they do lean into the fact yes. they let her wear the the colors and all that which is great and I and I because even when Darren Young was on TV they didn't yeah they that's didn't right they didn't, it, exactly know? exactly but that's why I like what they're doing with Sonia me too I really love it that it's opening up but I just worry about those because I remember what's her face left because there was a lesbian storyline was it who was a long time ago it was uh, they were trying to push a lesbian storyline and she left I don't know if it was China or I don't know if it was – it was one of those women around that time who left because she didn't like that they were pushing remember. a lesbian storyline. I can't remember. But anyway, K.O. and Ziggler uh, take on Heavy Machinery next uh, with Xavier and Biggie and Daniel Bryan and Rowan commenting at ringside. Uh, this turns into an all-out melee after they kind of trade barbs at each other on the mic there. And I mean they're, they're uh, uh, commentating mics. Between uh, New Day and uh, uh, Biggie, I mean, so Rowan and uh, and uh, Brian, they go at each other. Uh, eventually, they get sent to the back. Uh, the match gets restarted, uh, and in the end, Heavy Machinery does get the victory, but only after Ziggler accidentally super kicks Kevin Owens, and then they do their finisher move. Heavy Machinery does to put this thing away.
3: Um, I liked the the way they did the commercial thing this time where yes, they're trying to get around it. Worked it worked better. It worked better when, yeah, when New Day sense. finally snapped and they attacked Daniel Bryan and, yeah. and Rowan. Um, I, I liked that. Um, I always like when they have the New Day announced table. And even though there was 100 people on commentary during there this really match, was. there was just like that long table of people and two separate tables, the whole thing. Um, and, but Daniel Bryan was also great on commentary yes. here. And the stuff that he was saying the oh. New Day where it was like, when were you even in a main event? He, I love that he is... I love that he just turned the smart meter up to 5000. Oh, like he's yeah. just, like cranked it up and, and and it makes his character that much better because it's mm-hmm. like he's like a smart who cares about the environment and it's it's yeah. great to me. When he was doing the whole if you if you were main event in a show type thing. Uh, good stuff. The the match itself, um, Heavy Machinery is coming along. Oh, People yeah. are loving them. Otis really is over as hell. Um, I I I thought it was good, yep. but like I said, um, <sighs> The universe, a former universal champion lost to Otis.
0: Yeah, but he lost in a way that he got Ziggler's finisher and their finisher. So agreed. It's a if you're going to lose, it's still a hard a hardcore way to lose. I
3: just feel bad yeah. for Owens. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. imagine that being Seth Rollins. Imagine right. that being uh, right, I'm right. trying to look at the other former universal Ginger, champions.
0: Ginger's lost that way,
3: <laughs> but he's not even the the universal champion list is very short. Yeah. You know, and he's losing to a guy who's been on the main roster for less than a Finn's year. Finn's
0: been universal champion. He took losses to some people that were At least were he's like, intercontinental champion right now. Right now. But also, was Finn even on the show last night? No, he was not.
3: Something's got to be up with the with the Finn Balor absence. I saw someone say he hasn't wrestled, or he hasn't been on TV. Besides that one moment, he hasn't wrestled since like...
0: Super,
3: mm-hmm. I want to say Super Showdown or something.
0: That's certainly possible. I have to go back and look, but it's Superstar Showdown. Yeah, uh,
3: <laughs> I, I yeah I um I I liked the match. Okay, but I just felt bad for Owens at the end. They're, However, they're putting over
0: Heavy Machinery. They
3: are. Yeah, and but, it made more sense for Kevin Machinery to be in that course. match than Kevin Owens and Dolph right. Ziggler. And I'm sure Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler is going to be one of the matches that's, that extreme rules that's now. Be fun. Um, I just wonder. Like, I'm just like, it, it, it just was weird the way kevin owens was positioned because we've been positioned to boo him this whole time and it's like well now we're just supposed to cheer him because he doesn't like Dolph
0: ziggler and we don't and Dolph ziggler is annoying i think ziggler is the face in this situation no yes no way you're insane you're insane how can you not think
3: he's not the face because the crowd was going (laughs) nuts for owens when he was calling uh, Dolph Ziggler out and say no one cares about your stupid. It's me, I me. Mean. I mean. And he was like, getting, and he was already in that segment. He was like the one face in that segment because Ziggler came out was like being the whiny heel like he's been, and then Owens was like the one face at the end. And then at the end of the thing, he beat up Dolph Ziggler and was like. Like, this is my show!
0: This is my show! Right, right.
3: Felt like they were going full face on Kevin Owens here. Okay. I could be wrong, but that's the vibe I got.
0: Okay.
3: I I didn't get the Dolphs that was going to be the face. Well, I got Petulant
0: Child from Owens all night, so I thought that's a face healed. I'm sorry, that's a healed thing. The Petulant Child healed thing. What about me? The Raven thing in Daniel Bryan thing as well. It felt like, no, no, it's my show! No, no, you should you, you super kick me. I'm gonna stun you, and uh, you should love me. It felt that way to me, so I don't know. It's the they
3: thing. want that it's millennial demo though, and that's a millennial. That's how millennials. That's how we millennials
0: act. Genre. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. At all I've met some pl- plenty of good millennials uh, who I inferred were straight. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing I do now. All of a sudden. Uh, anyway, all right. Always fun to have these back and forths with you, Ryan. Any final things about SmackDown? Not no, we right. hit everything. All right, all right. We'll see what happens next week as we uh, prep for the Extreme Rules coming up. And, and uh, uh, hey, there you go. All right. Well, thanks is everybody. Is next week the go homes? Th- sure? No, no. I think the week after is a go because July nineteenth, yeah, right? I think so you're right, a yeah, so more week. So we'll see how they keep uh, building towards Extreme Rules. But they're announcing the uh, match uh, specifications. So that's for sure. Well, they've been no kind of doing that hard. with each one. Yeah, because I saying, they're announcing them piece by piece, so we'll have a full card soon, I'm sure. Uh, all right, buddy, thanks, everybody, for watching this SmackDown Live recap. Really appreciate taking the time to watch or to listen to us uh, break it all down for you. Ryan, where can they read, uh, listen, and watch everything we do?
3: ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet that's where all the videos are that's where you can find the raw smackdown recaps i do here with roca that's where you can find wrestling sheet radio where we discuss the top stories in the world of professional wrestling all sorts of stuff on the wrestling sheet youtube channel so go to youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet wrestling sheet on social media as well and if you want to listen to all of these things instead of watch them just check out our podcast feed. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio on Podcast One, Stitcher, uh, 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 all of them, Spotify, there go. G- Google Play. Uh, there's ones I don't know about. I guarantee it. Pocket Cast. Uh, uh, and also, if you are watching, Pocket Cast, is yeah. also a good one. Uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, while you're here, thank you. I appreciate it. But please make sure you like the video, subscribe, comment, all that kind of stuff. I, uh, one guy was had a funny comment that made me laugh yesterday where he said... Uh, Ryan Sand's that guy who needs a timer when he's speaking about things. Otherwise, he doesn't shut up or something like that <laughs> or so, something along those lines. And I was like, hey, man, we got an hour to fill. Yeah. Like, Look, I got to talk for a long time.
0: Ryan is constructing arguments as a Latino does, which is setting the foundation and building to the point. So I'm used to I'm used to it. So I just appreciate that. So I, I let it go. It's kind into of like driving the- somewhere without ways. I'm like figuring out where I'm going. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh,
3: I know where I'm at. Here's where I'm going. I'll lead to that, you know. So that's how we do it, yeah. You know,
0: Please, trust me. Uh, I know that, too. <laughs> I've done it myself many times. On this show, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. You can follow him at Sat and follow me at The TheRowkaSats. Have yourself an awesome July 4th. Be safe. Don't light fireworks in front of your face. Don't get too drunk and get into any situation. If you want to, go watch a bunch of Kurt Angle matches in honor of an Olympic champion who celebrates the country. Or you might want to watch Lex Luger and Yokozuna. I was going to say, that, that's <laughs> the one. Yeah, that's
3: that's America Not right that there. Not on a
0: depressing note, but I, somebody sent me that video and I counted the amount of wrestlers that are no longer with us that's, in that video. Yeah. And I was, like, depressed. And then I yelled at the guy for sending it to me. Depressing indeed. Right, exactly. So go celebrate something positive uh, that has to do with the United States or America this weekend and enjoy yourselves. And we will talk to you next week with two more episodes of the Ross uh, recap and the SmackDown Live recap here on the Pro. Oh, wrestling yeah, no Show. wrestling
3: sheet radio this week. Sorry, because it's 4th of July, like he was saying. Well, there you go.
0: ProWrestlingSheet.com.
2: Napa, Know how.